Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Elhamdülillahi Rabbil Alemin. Ve salatu ve selamu ala şerefil enbiyai vel mursalin. Muhammedun Resulullah sallallahu aleyhi ve ala alihi ve sahbihi ve sellem. Teslimen kathiren kathira. Amma ba'du, my brothers and sisters, in a beautiful hadith, very famous hadith, which I'm sure all of you must have heard at some point in time. The hadith is called Five Before Five. It is narrated by Ibn Abbas anhuma, that Rasulullah said, Take advantage of five before five. Five things before five things. Five conditions before five conditions. Five times before five times. So five before five. What are the five things? He said, Take advantage of your youth before your old age. Take advantage of your youth before your old age. Your health before your illness. Your health before illness. Your riches before poverty. Your riches before poverty. Your free time before you get busy. Your work. And the last one, your life before death. Five before five. Take advantage of your youth before old age, your health before your illness, your riches before your poverty, your free time before you get busy, and your life before your death. And this is in Shabal Iman, and it is a Sahih Hadith. According to Shaykh Albani. The key thing is to reflect. See the issue of a hadith and the Quran and so on and so forth. The there is obviously there is virtue in memorizing it and repeating it and so on, but that is not the purpose, right? The maqsad of the Nuzul of Quran Al Karim or the the maqsad of Rasulullah teaching is what? Is to apply it is to reflect on it and to apply it in our lives. It is not only to read it, recite it, memorize it. So let us see this thing one by one, inshallah. Take advantage of your youth before your old age. Yeah, the first thing Nabi Wasallam is telling us is, take advantage of your youth before your old age. Now, first thing I remind myself and you is that this is also one of the questions of the Day of Judgment. What did you do in your youth? So the time of youth is a very, very critical and important time. Right? It is also a question, as I said, again, also, it's a question of the Day of Judgment, number one. Number two, one of the seven people who will be given the shade of the Arsh of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on the day when there is no shade except his shade, is that youth who was dedicated to Islam, who was a practicing Muslim, who was sincere in his belief and in his actions during his youth. You know, when you get to my age and both you are sitting there on the edge of your grave with both the feet inside, it's easy to become holy. In any case, half your body doesn't work. So what, what is the, you know, big deal? 
The key thing is to be pious, is to be obedient to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. When you have the strength, the power, the shahwat, all the desires of life, eh? and to those who Allah has given also wealth, because alhamdulillah, people come from, you know, wealthy families, even the so-called poor families in, in America are wealthier than the wealthy families in many other countries. At that time, to resist all the avenues for disobedience to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And alhamdulillah, when I see, you know, all you guys here, the youth, and of course I don't mean any disrespect to the older people, but uh, when I see the youth here, I say, subhanallah, may Allah bless you and your parents, and may Allah make you among his awliya, inshallah. Because in this, in this day and age, and in this environment, with this level of freedom and with this level of temptation for you to choose to come to the masjid and be in the masjid and sit in a halaqa and listen to some qatira and uh, you know pray in jama'a and learn I mean this is bin Allah ta'ala wallahi seriously 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 fall in sujood and make shukar to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala like, Ya Rab you chose me it is not my power it is not in my khudrat and not in my power that I will resist all of that which is outside. It's complete, open, free. Eh? Like our sheikhs always says, you know, this you're free to practice or you're free not to practice. They both are equal. No problem. You do what you want. Nobody can stop you. In that environment, to stop yourself and to come into the masjid, Alhamdulillah, this is something that you should thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for. I make dua that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala keeps you firm, insha'Allah, on his path, on his path of guidance, till your last day, insha'Allah. But make, make shukr, make sincere shukr to Allah. I say, Ya Rab, you kept me like this, now keep me like this, and make me, maintain me in this way. Hmm? And that is also the, the benefit of correct sohbah. Right? Correct sohbah. Our Urdu says, You Kharbuza ko dekhe kharbuza rang pakadta hai. You know, melons. You put uh, a whole bunch of basket of uh, half ripe or raw melons and in that you put a, a ripe melon and they all become ripe. It's like that. We collect, we take the color of the people around us. Somebody said, You are the sum of the five people who are closest to you. It's a good measure to think. Who are your closest friends? Uh, they said that you are the sum total of those five people. Who are the five people who are closest to you? Who you see on a daily basis, who you talk to on a daily basis, you are in connection with them and so on. The five people closest to you, you are the sum of those five people. And that is why company is very important. So take advantage of your youth. Now in this time of youth, as I said, you have strength, you have money, you have energy now what do you do with that a simple thing I will tell you the sunnah salawat the sunnah salah after the fat salah right there is the hadith of Rasulullah Rasulullah said the one who prays all of those which is the two sunnah of salatul fajr four before zohar and two after zohar so that is six and two eight 
then two after Maghrib, ten, and two after Isha, twelve. These twelve Sunnah Muakkada, the confirmed and the regular Sunnah of Nabi Sallallahu Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, the one who prays all these twelve, Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala will build for him a palace in Jannah. Now imagine every day you pray these twelve, one palace in Jannah. What is the meaning of palace in Jannah? Does it mean that you are going to be sitting in Jahannam and telling your companions, you know what, I got a palace in Jannah? No. Palace in Jannah, inshallah, means that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will forgive and give you the palace. Otherwise, it makes no sense, right? Just these twelve. Now tell me, how many of us young people pray these twelve sunnah every day? I'm talking only about this, right? Now in the in youth, what must you do? Now if you read the stories of the Salafus Salihin, you have people standing the whole night in Salah, standing the whole night in Tahajjud, fasting, not only Ramadan, throughout the year, different days, times, Nafil fast, and so on and so on and so forth. Because this is the time when the body can take all this pressure, right? You can fast and still doesn't make a difference. You will still work as hard and you will do everything else because you are young. So if you don't take advantage of that, then what will happen? Memory is good. So memorize Quran. Seriously, I'm telling you, I, I, it, it is a shock for me because I have this habit of, you know, if I see one of my young brothers here, mashallah, okay, so lead salah. So usually, you know, maghrib or something, I say, you lead salah. I got so many shocks that I stopped doing that. Because you lead Salah, what does he do? He reads Qur'an in the first rakat and also in the second rakat. He does not do anything else. I'm, I'm not even talking about Tajweed. I'm just saying this. he does not know the Qur'an. What prevents you, my brothers? I mean, at your age, to be able to memorize a large part of the Qur'an is not, it's not difficult. It's very easy. As you grow old, uh, you know, memory, the brain gets filled with all kinds of stuff and the memory gets weak and so on. But at your age, what's the problem? It's just a matter of attention. Now remember, I want to close with that. We all have the same amount of time, 24 hours. Everybody in the world, 24 hours. Nobody has one, sec one second more. Which means what? Which means that if you want to do something, the time for that has to come out from somewhere else. There's no extra time, right? You say, I want to spend one hour a day memorizing Quran. Very nice. Fantastic. Great idea. Where is this one hour? From where? Is there a 25th hour somewhere? No. So this one hour has to come from something else you are doing in the day. That something else has to stop and this one hour should be spent in memorizing Quran. So what is that something else? That is why it is very important to take stock of your daily timetable. Just sit down one day, like tonight, take a clean sheet of paper and write down from the time you open your eyes to the time you go to, go to, go to sleep, what do you do? Just write down. There's no punishment and, uh, you know, prize and you're not showing it to anybody. You're for yourself. What do you do from the time you wake up to the time you go to bed? Every half hour, just write down, every half hour, this, this I do, this I do, this I do, this I do, this I do. Then look at that and say, how much of this stuff is useful? How much of the, this stuff is beneficial? How much of this stuff is useful? 
वॉट एवर इज नॉट बेनिफिशियल वॉट एवर इज नॉट यूजफुल स्ट्राइट आउट सो फ्रॉम टुमारो आई विल नॉट बी डूइंग दिस वन टू थ्री फोर वाई एंड यू गॉट योर वन आवर यू गॉट यू गॉट मच मोर देन वन आवर ऑन एन एवरेज सोशल मीडिया गेस हाउ मेनी आवर्स अ डे ए पर्सन एन एवरेज पर्सन स्पेंड ऑन सोशल मीडिया गेस सिक्स टू सेवन आवर्स Six to seven hours—that is a full working day, man. Right? Eight-hour day. Take one hour for lunch. That is a full working day. And what do you gain out of that social media? Zilch. If you escape without sin, you are lucky, because more than most, more than likely, you are actually going to get into sin in, because because of that, right? Ghiba and this and that and watching all kinds of garbage. If you are, if you get away from that. and you and you end up at zero you are lucky but is that life i mean 7 hours of your life at the end of that 7 hours what did i get zero inna lillahi wa inna ilaihi rajiun it's very easy to find spare time you, you, we have believe me we have so much time it's not funny but we have to get control of that time and the get and the way to get control of that time is to sit down and look at what do i do for each one of us it will be different what do i do and then strike out all the useless things you have enough time now you say now i have these 7 hours what will i do with these 7 hours so i will spend this much time to memorize quran i will do this much time to make sure i pray my my sunnah salah peacefully no no hurry just peacefully quietly connect with allah subhanahu wa taala focus on the khushu in the heart right i'll i'll spend this much of time to get my body in shape go to the gym or go running or what not i'll spend this much of time to whatever you something useful beneficial i'm not saying i'm not telling you to spend the whole time memorizing the quran that is the most beneficial thing but you know we know what we can do so but something by reading other than your curriculum what what books do you read where is the time for that it's in this 7 hours is a full working day imagine trashing that every single day 7 hours down the drain 7 hours down the drain and believe me it's down the drain for you somebody else is making money at your expense how do you think they are getting so rich because you are donating 7 hours of your life to them i want to end finally with this thing imagine this is not going to happen but imagine I am dying, and Malakul Maut comes and says, "Salam alaikum." I say, "Waalaikum salam." The Malakul Maut says, "I am willing to give you all the time you spent on social media now, right? So we'll calculate that whole time, seven hours a day for all so many years, and that time I will give you, I will give it to you. I'll go away, then I will come back after so many years. You like the idea? I say, "Oh, fantastic, brilliant, excellent, absolutely wonderful, great idea, right?" Because now I can straighten my life. I will spend that entire ten years in sajda. I won't get up at all. But he will say, "No, no, hold on, hold on. I haven't finished." So what's that? He said, "Nothing for nothing." So this time I will give you. But what will you pay for it? What are you willing to pay for that time? What will I say? I will say, "Take everything I have." and after that take everything abdul sattar has he's my friend then after that take everything zulfiqar has then after that take everything khurabasi has huh? you want yours also to go 
Haris is standing there. Doesn't work, right? Doesn't work. Today, we have all of that for free. Nobody is asking for anything. Free. That is the meaning of taking advantage of your youth before your old age. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to enable us to take advantage of our youth before our old age, to open our eyes to the asset which he has given us, which is called life, which is called time, and to maximize this asset, to maximize the benefit of this asset. The ROI, what is, what is, my, what is the return on my investment? My investment is every breath. My investment is every second. What is my return on this investment? I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to enable us to think about that and to maximize that. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to forgive us and to cover us with His mercy and to be pleased with us and never to be displeased.